What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of One of One with your boy Mohit. So, in the previous episodes, as you guys heard, uh, I've been I've been trying to put the anonymous form up, and that's finally up. So, you guys can submit your stories, questions, anything you guys like, and I'll dedicate a certain amount of time from my episode to that, and we'll be talking about everything that you guys ask and all the stories. We'll react to the stories and all of that. So what's up, guys? Today I have my brother Harbeer on the episode. So what's good, Harbeer? What's good, man? What's good? How you been? Good, good, bro. How was the weekend? It was solid, bro. Great weekend, man. We had like a cipher outside yesterday and yeah. it just completely killed it, bro. Rot the mad dog out of me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we were spitting for sure. Mad dog uh, came out. Mad dog came out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, man, thanks for having me here too as well, man. It's great to be on the episode. This is the fifth episode, right? Fifth episode. Fifth episode. Yeah. Right on, right on, right on, man. Uh, yeah, so we're halfway through it, I guess then, huh? Yeah, anytime, man. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, it's always great to have people who have uh, information to share and provide value, right? Most definitely. Yeah, so we'll give them a little brief about how we met. Yeah. Right, and then we'll go on from there. Yeah, okay. most of it, yeah. So this is let's let's throw it back to 2012 yeah. when 2012. I just came to Calgary mm-hmm. after nine years, right? Right. So after nine years, I had just came, and um, I was picking my little brother up from junior high, right. and uh, I saw Harbier there. Yeah. And he was you were the first friend I made here yeah. in 2012 when I came back from India. Right, right. Right, and you showed me around. You showed me the 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 ropes. You you introduced me to people that yeah. I still know to till today and I have great fucking relationships with them right right so like from from me for me from my side going in from like a completely different place to a different yeah. place and then someone like you showing me the ropes was amazing right. and I appreciate you for that and I think I tell you this every time right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so from there we went to junior high together right yeah. we went to Clarence Johnson <laughs> yeah so we had some we we had like a whole brown town fucking yeah, jokes, group man. there. Yeah, it was jokes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how was it from your side meeting someone like me? Um honestly f- uh, I just saw it as like just one of us, you know what I mean? Uh, Do you remember that interaction when we uh, went to the first time? Yeah, when we first met and all that we were just cracking mad jokes sure. and all that, yeah. you know. Uh, since you're like, you know, up on a tools, I was like, yo, I already know, you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. You can be from India, you can be from, you know, from Canada, you can be a Punjab, you can be Indo-Canadian or, you know, straight from India. It didn't matter. I was like, oh, this guy's just one of us. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, we just went from there and then I showed you with all the other round people and they're all chill with you. So, yeah. Exactly. Uh, how was it like, you know, coming all the way from India to Calgary, man? Bro, it was pretty, di- like, it was, uh, it was a big difference because I came from, like, straight panda life. Over. Like, yo. I couldn't relate to kids from here because most of them were playing video games. Right. You know what I mean? They were on PS4s. This uh, not like not saying that I didn't have a PS4 in India. Yeah. But we were mostly outside. Like I'd come from school. Yeah. And right when we'd come from school, we'd be out in the cave, yeah. fucking running around, playing cricket, fucking right. tag, playing fucking running our bikes everywhere, yeah. fucking jumping in the fucking. What, what do you call it? All that shit yeah, exactly, man. Oh, man yeah. Like, it was just wild there. Like, we right. did, like, everyone knew each other because it's just, like, I wasn't used to, like, living in a city. Right. right? It's a bend. Everyone knows each other. So you're roaming free. Mm-hmm. Like, no tension because everyone cares of you. If you know, everyone knows who you are. Right. Right? You can't really get hurt in a bend. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're, and we grew up there, basically. Like, yo, when I was five, we moved back. Right. And then 2012, I came back. 
so it was like going from that to like a tight space like yo my you know how big my house was here mm. my my like my front lawn was 3 4 times bigger than that in india yeah but you know what i mean probably big huh? exactly like yo i went from like a huge fucking place to yeah. like a tiny crown place yeah like a not say, not saying like a house or house was small mm-hmm. i'm just saying like yo compared to india like yo that was a pain to like it's everything so open and then coming to a city where everything's so crammed every, yeah. everyone's like right beside each other you know it was different it was, was different, it was yeah. it took a while to adjust right and especially the winters here man you're stuck inside yeah right it's i i'm just I, i'm still not used to it yeah. i still get like fucked up in the winter yeah you know what i mean because it, it's like entraption like the 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 nights come out it come out so early it's basically dark the whole day yeah. you know what i mean i feel like most like a lot of people can relate to that yeah, to the, like that the seasonal depression type of thing you know what i mean yeah it's 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 actually a f- pretty freq- frequent thing you know what i mean a lot of people uh, do go through seasonal depression and all that yeah Um, for me it, w- it wasn't like like that like that but uh yeah. for others you know they'd be like yo man I'm going through it. I was like, I was like what, what is it like oh, seasonal I'm like oh, okay but I, I mean like, it's it's like pretty common man yeah but yeah. had had you had you had you seen like other places where in the winter time and summer time was kind of similar yeah like a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> how long though probably for like only a few days because like honestly like no like you had like ha- had you been out of the city or the country yeah. where it was completely different and you stayed there for a long amount of time and you experienced the other side of it yeah uh yeah that, i have bro but like there wasn't that big of a difference in it, you know what i mean what do you mean like, like where did you see it like, so for example i went to toronto right yeah went to toronto it was way more humid it was much more hotter how long were you there i for? was there for like 3 4 weeks you know what i mean Three or four weeks. Um, like that's, that's still not that's still not long of enough of a period. Yeah, yeah. Where you would like that's four weeks out of what summer or winter. That's out of summer, yeah. Exactly. You didn't see like I'm I'm talking about like staying a year at a place. Yeah. yeah. And seeing all the seasons there, and then compi- coming here like I was used to. Yeah. Since yeah. a little kid, I was used to like India's weather and yeah, shit yeah. like that, and then I come here, uh-huh. and then it's the the darkness, the snow, yeah, the all that stuff, right? It just Much more it was yeah. way different, right? Yeah. yeah. So it took it still take like st- some some parts I'm still not used to you know what I mean yeah 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 you know I mean that definitely puts it into perspective right Cause, you know I wouldn't know that but you know for someone like you yeah exactly so you'd be completely different times when and all that it's it's definitely a, a very different thing. yeah so you you're used to it you lived here yeah, your I whole fucking life you're that's all you knew yeah. right like you know how people say like if you if that's the only thing you knew. Any anyone else that says anything is wrong to you or like you can't relate with it because you don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, but from uh, junior high, and then you went on to Chestmere. Yeah, and you know the, the people down there, you know, super chill, man, good vibes and all, and uh, yeah, and I was just down there for high school and it was pretty chill, man. But uh, for the most part, uh, you know, just like you know, you're a high school kid, you don't know what you're doing, you're just kind of. uh in your own kind of thing just you know flowing through the figuring thing, out life figuring out kind life, of flowing through everything right yeah. and uh and i was like yo this doesn't feel right this doesn't feel normal so i was like hmm i got to i got to figure out something what can i what can i do you know to find out my true self you know what i mean because a lot of people in high school they just kind of still don't know what they're doing yeah and i was like okay man i've been listening to hip hop for a long time and i noticed you know some of my few favorite artists like Joey Badass um Kendrick Lamar Um, you know, Tupac, Shakur, all these artists—they're always 
talked about like the past feelings and all that, what they've been through, and as well as uh, what they're facing through these current times, you know, the challenges that they face. And, you know, I was like, mm, that, that, that stuff inspired me. So I was like, yo, I want to do the same thing. So I started, you know, I got a pen and a pad. I started writing. And as I started writing more and more and more, I started realizing what I value the most and all that. And uh, and I, on a day-to-day basis, I just got so obsessed with it. I started writing every single day, 16 bars, 16 bars, 16 bars per day. I do this on a seven-day uh, basis, um, all the way from grade 10 to grade 12. And, uh, man, uh, I'm surprised by how much I really got to learn about myself. This is where Mad Dog was born. Well, Mad Dog was, yeah, Mad Dog was born during that time. Yeah, man. Uh, just most people didn't know I was Mad Dog during the time. Yeah. But, uh... Did you know you were Mad Dog I at the time? I knew I was Mad Dog. I just didn't tell anybody with my rap name. Yeah. So I used to let them know, like, oh, this is my, you know, just my first and my last name is my rap name. But then now people know, you know, this is my rap name. Mad Dog was... Uh, when I first wrote my first 16, it actually had Mad Dog in it. And it was like, um, put it in your ears, listen up over here. The truth's coming at you as encyclopedia and a cup like the media. You was about to collapse and that's the fact. Well, it be damn relaxed in the C&D and that's a fact, yo. Because I be overworking on these late night shifts so I could blow up the whole mic. Like Walter White, the almost chemist. I'm all about finessing, no resting. Time to overhaul the engine, go full steam and then pop back, read back. And I have the green one to the world's apparel that no one cared for for the next hundred years. Because this is why I see Mad Dog 403. Can't you see? Trying to build a motherfucking foundation for flimsy tea. If it went down with me, got it down with the 403. Damn. You know what I mean? And then that's where Mad Dog came from. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, But I'm not going to tell anyone about it, though. Yeah. So I just got to stay back with it. And, uh, yeah, man. And then right after high school, went to uh, save for business and all. And started doing that. But then I also got a job. I mean, this is pretty sick. So I ended up getting a job at Tellers. Uh, started off just as, you know, a salesman, junior salesman. So wait, let's talk a little bit about uh, college. College, yeah. So, yeah. you went for how long? I'm still going, still going. I had like a few breaks uh, for college and all that because I was working with Telus. Yeah. And we had like a lot of projects to complete and finish, and I was just really dedicated on that because uh, there's like a lot of amount of capital that I uh, made from it. Did so you take a year off or anything like t- that? I took a year off. Uh, right after high school? R- uh, no, no. So I went to b- went to school straight. Yeah. And I took a break. Uh, so yeah, no, so. Yeah, once I finished high school, got into say the business, and then I had a break from uh from doing semester one, so basically I started back in like twenty twenty again, right? Oh what wait what the fuck you went to say two? Yeah, I went to say yeah. Cause what what year did you graduate? I'm still doing it. Remember I had it on pause, so now I'm going back again. No no no, you did have it on pause, but yeah. what year did you graduate? Twenty you graduated the you same year as me. Yeah, same year, twenty eighteen. And you went to fucking school say, say right after that summer. Right after yeah. So did I. Oh, actually? What the, <laughs> the fuck? I even know this. <laughs> That's See, crazy. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't. Um, so when we when we separated in yeah. uh, high school, mm. um, me and Harvey stopped talking. Yeah. Right. We didn't talk that often. We did link up a couple of times. Right, right. But I don't know what happened in your high school life and after that until yeah. we met again in Oh damn, bro! I didn't even know that. So, I did the same thing. Yeah. I went to state for business for a semester. Yeah. And then I dropped out. Instead oh, of going back, I'm I just fuck. I'm like, fuck, fuck it. it. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start a month. I, yeah. I planned as like, okay, I'm gonna go back, but like, yo, it didn't end up happening, you know. Yeah. But that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, neither did I, bro. That was. That's what I'm saying, but a lot of people end up going to business. I mean, did see a, f- a few familiar faces, but yeah. during that time, I was just kind of staying low key with everything, right? No, I see. Um, and uh, yeah, I just didn't want people to know what I was doing uh, during that time. But you know, um, 
yeah, so once I took the break for Seder and all, I just went full pursuit at uh, my career at TELUS and just started building a team. And, um, you know, b- with building a team, it requires, you know, a lot of commitment. And yeah. if you were doing school at the same time, it would be hard. So uh, right now I'm a senior marketing consultant at TELUS, right? Got promoted into that position uh, by helping out um, sales, uh, sales representatives below me on how to make better sales and as well as how to be effective in closing and, um, you know, just how to, as well as build another sales team, right, while I'm building it. So I was just providing coaching and leadership at all times and as well as to as showing them um, on how you can make sales. So, for example, sometimes we're at the doors, uh, show them how to make sales. Sometimes we're at mall events, show them how to make sales. So I'm just providing this ongoing coaching. And, uh, yeah, man, I, and I think sales is one of the most important skills you could probably learn, right? Because everything is sales. Yeah. Any conversation you have, like right now, this ongoing conversation, uh, we're sharing these ideas to each other, right? This conversion of um, stuff that is being provided is also transactional, right? It's like sales, basically, at the end of the day. Yeah, so 100%. Yeah, yeah. So you know a lot about sales, and you can help our audience with sales as well, right? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. So how long have you been working at Talis? Like four years now. Four sure. years now. Four years, yeah. And you so started just as a regular salesman. Regular salesman. I was like, uh, started when I was, uh, so right after high school, so like, I would say like eighteen, like just a month after I turned eighteen, nineteen, yeah. So like eighteen. So but I'd say nineteen. Yeah, I started at nineteen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you started as a uh, just a just a starter, just a starter, basic sales rep. So you want to take us through like your growth over the yeah, years so, like so how you started do, what, what it was what i had to do was i had to uh, make an x amount of sales to reach this quota and as well as to i had to show um how you know how was i had to show like okay you know am i coming on time are my responsibilities set straight um how i am as it like am i you know fulfilling the tasks of being a good team leader all these qualifications i had to go through right but um, yeah but what the biggest yeah what so did you have to go through to to become what where you're at right now? Like, well, I had to go through the first thing was like maturity, right? Yeah. Maturity and being disciplined. <laughs> when I was 19 and all that, I was just you know being a kid, right? Kid being doing doing kid things, right? So there'd be sometimes you know moments where I don't or want, did not want to work, and there is moments to like you know I'll talk to people and all that, and you know if I got rejected in, in sales and all that, I didn't want any of the products I was selling. I uh, get demotivated, do demotivated, right? But then I just kept on going through, kept on going through, and I was like, you know what, man, I can make this happen. I can make this work. So it was just more so like that mindset. I was just so fixed on, you know, trying to move on to the next level. Yeah. That, like no matter what happened, I know um, that I'm able to get to the next level, right? You know, you know. Um, there's like this one common saying everyone says: hard times make you know um, strong men, and easy times make soft men, right? Yeah. Um, and that, that's what it was, you know, during those hard times, just kept on going, kept on going, kept on going, and it just cultivated me into this, um, you know, well-rounded, um, leader, and then that's what made me go up into this position of being a senior marketing consultant. What made you want to do sales after high school? Was it just like, oh, you got that job, or yeah. was it just, were you fixed on, like, yo, I'm just gonna go into sales? Well, I mean, uh, I got the job, and then I just, and then as soon as I started doing it, as soon as I got the idea, I was like, yo, I really like this. It's kind of like a match made in heaven. So, like, when I, when I started first doing sales, I was like, yo, I love talking to people. It's my thing. And um, when I was doing it, it, like, everything just came so seamless to me. It was, it, it was, like, it was like, okay, this makes sense. This makes sense. This makes sense. And, uh, and it worked out. And then an, I guess another cheer on the top, too, as well, is that there's a lot amount of uh, money you can make from sales as well, too, right? Yeah. It's, it's, ludic- it's a lucrative business, and you can make a mad amount of cash. 
And so that was great too. So I was like, oh, great, making more money. Awesome, why not, right? Make four grand, five grand a week, great. But the biggest thing was though, was um, I, I enjoyed helping people out with their problems and saving them some money and providing them good service. And uh, that was the biggest thing for me, you know what I mean? Um, helping people out, one of my biggest motivations. And money was the third one. So it was, it was just, you know, me being, you know, a person that loves to have conversations, you know, I'm like a social butterfly and it just worked out. So, yeah. Did you have anyone in sales before you got in that yeah. showed you the way around? Uh, you know, my brother did sales too as well. Uh, okay. You know, he works for Just Energy and all that. So, you know, having someone like that, you know, in our family has done sales also gave me the confidence too. I was like, you know, this guy did sales. I can also follow suit too as well and see, uh, you know, where I can go from there. So, yeah. So that probably helped you a lot yeah. getting into it because I know yeah. a lot of kids uh, that like I've I've had some conversations with a couple of them where when you tell them say like oh where do I start what do I do what what do I do right and what what would you say to them I would just say um, you know depending on like what they want to work on right if they want to work on their um, um, you know example you know for example, hands-on stuff, you know, like you can go on to something uh, like trades or mechanical stuff, but... No, 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 I'm saying, like, if they want to do... Sa- if, no, if they want to do sales... If they want to do sales... Where do they start? Where do they start? Like, like what are there. some things they can do today, well, right now? Yeah, well, if they want to start in sales, like, the first thing I recommend is uh, so looking up on Google, uh, Jordan Belford, uh, Straight Line Persuasion. That's probably the best uh, thing to search up because it, it gives you the whole entire idea of what actually sales is. Uh, most of the time, uh, you know, these, these big companies paint sales as just like some sort of transactional thing. But when you watch something like Jordan Belfort, Straight Line Persuasion, uh, most people probably might not know Jordan Belfort, but he's that guy from the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm pretty sure everyone watched the Wolf of Wall Street, right? Yeah. Uh, it was a great movie. But yeah, Jordan Belfort was based off of that. And he has his own course called Straight Line Persuasion. And it, t- it tells you that it's just about at the end of the day building report with the customer and seeing what you can do for them and uh, help out solve the problems rather than, you know, looking in for your own benefit because at the end of the day it's a win-win situation, right? You have to care for them generally. You gotta have to have, to have their genuine interest Um you know, to be successful in sales. So you would uh, tell them to start start off by watching Jordan Belford, yeah, Straight okay. Line Persuasion. And then from there, where then they'll know what sales is. Yeah, so once as a sound like as a total, but they'll, they'll get like a good idea of what it is. Yeah. And the next thing I recommend is them just have them go straight into something like telecommunications. Yeah. Telecommunications is great because. For example, you know, uh, Telus and Shaw, uh, Rogers and Bell, but I would say mo- mostly preferably uh, Telus, they already have like, you know, dedicated vendors that coach you on sales, right? These yeah. guys do this all the time. So, you know, they'll help you uh, become like a really sharp salesman because, you know, they have day to day basis on workshops and all that. And uh, yeah, you, you know, it just makes you more stronger. So, whatever you learn from a uh, straight line persuasion, you can apply that at uh, these kind of workshops and, you know, see see what you can use, see what you don't want to use, and you just kind of customize, right? It's kind of like, you know, doing what you want to do in sales, right? It's just like a canvas. Like, I look at sales as an art and as well as as math, right? There's math too and there's also art. And you just kind of balance in between with each, right? And do you do you hire um, brand new candidates? Yeah, so I hire candidates and all that. Uh, but the biggest thing when I look for candidates is growth, right? Uh, if they say like, like, oh, I want to make you know X amount of money or, um, or something like you know, I want to just try it out. Um, you know, that's also great too as well. But 
the biggest thing about sales you have to grow right you want to grow to the next position go up right? you don't want to be a tire salesman for your entire life you want to move up you have your own business so I always look for people that have the mindset of trying to grow a business right open up a business so uh that's what i look for when i'm candidates right like always willing to grow yeah yeah growth is the biggest thing so they can hit you up if they yeah. want to if they want to know more and yeah most definitely if you want to drop your um uh, instagram or any yeah. where they can contact you from yeah yeah man. instagram of course mad dog wow i see uh interested in sales by any means uh dm me and we can go from there yeah yeah, yeah. so how long did did it take you to f- to go from like a entry level salesman to where you are now? Because a lot of people don't understand this. People are like yo, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll get into like they they have this false uh, expectation. Like yeah. yo, first week of sales, I'm I'll be making like four to five k, which is not how it works. Yeah, it's not how it works. At four to five k, you don't you don't make it like that. That's what I'm saying. When a lot of people be like, oh, I'm trying to make this amount of amount of cash just because sales is lucrative, they don't end up making it. And let's say when they do end up making that money. Uh, they end up losing their motivation to stop working right yeah so uh for me it took me some time you know what i mean like i, I was pretty natural at it uh, however though i s- still immature with how i was doing things right um as soon as i even sort of submit sales and all uh, i might be done with the client right but what i now doing from now on is that whenever i talk to a client and you know uh provide them a service i set up like a referral system right and with the referral system again when the clients i wasn't doing that before and um now, that was one of the reasons why I got promoted because I had a really good referral system. And uh, another reason, too, as well, it took me about, I'd say, a solid five, six months, you know what I mean, to get to the point of, to you know, develop real maturity and be responsible. And at that point, once I once I inherited all those skills, it, you know, developed me into good leadership. And then that's when I got promoted because at our office, we look at performance. We don't look at seniority, right? People be like, oh, yeah, you've been here for three years. You've been here for four years. You get it, you know, boom, you get promoted. No, it's based off your performance. The work you put in, you grow. If you don't put in the work, you don't grow. You know, it doesn't matter how long you are there for. So you're going for more of, like, growth mindset? Growth mindset. Open-minded. Yeah. The more more progress you make and the more performance you're putting in, uh, it will show, right? And then you get promoted. And what can someone see, like, if they join sales today? Yeah. Like what can they what can they expect to make right off the bat, and uh, going forward? Like obviously, like right for everyone, it's gonna be different. For everyone's different, yeah. Yeah. But for telecommunications, you can definitely make at least a grand a week easy. Yeah. With uh, no problem, because you know with the product sell, you know at the end of the day you're selling a product that's very popular, right? And the product ends up selling itself because the brand is very well known. Yeah. And you already know what I'm talking about that brand, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know. That's what I'm saying. It's easy to make a credit a week like that. Makes sense. But the biggest thing for sales is is about the skills you learn. Yeah. And uh, that that's the biggest thing. Money that's the bigger part. Like I look at sales as like a, like a, st- it's like a, like a stepping stone. You know, to yeah. move on to the next school, right? Because of course, when I have my own business, right? Uh, there's a lot of things I'm dabbling into and trying to find out what I want to do. Uh, the current situation with TELUS and all is just you know. Um, just test on myself. I look at it as a dojo, you know what I mean? I kind of practice as, as much as I can um, and, you know, see what things need to be worked on, what things uh, I'm already good at. Yeah. And then I kind of just analyze from there, right? So now I'm just kind of on that mindset of, like, how I can be a good leader. What can I do to help out uh, my colleagues yeah. to get them to that position, to get them promoted? What are some of the major things that uh, you take from sales and you apply it to, like, that apply it to real life? Uh, the major things I take from sales is just that it taught me about um, bridges, right? Not burning bridges. Yeah. Maintaining a good connection with everyone, right? Yeah. Because the thing is, um, 
with sales, you can't be some guy that's you, you think you're a celebrity, you think you're just this, that, and that. You know what I mean? You think you're the shit. It's more so of uh, coming as a down-to-earth person. And with sales, you have to be a very down-to-earth person for people to trust you, right? You got to be genuine. You got to be genuine, you know what I mean? And uh, that's what translated into life, too. So, so any person I talk to comes down-to-earth as much as possible because at the end of the day, you know what I mean? We're only here for one time, and we don't know when we'll be, go- when we'll be leaving and when we'll be, you know, uh, what even happens right after, you know what I mean? We're just yeah. kind of just living at this moment. And, uh, and just, you know, live your life like it's your last year. You know, you should be nice to people as much as you can. It's just a basic principle. Basic treat how principle. you want to be treated. Exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah, most definitely. And I feel like that's where most salesmen fuck up. Yeah. Because yeah. you can tell they're, they're just trying to pretend. Yeah, they're just trying to pretend. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't... You can tell, like, bro, that's not genuine. It's not genuine, Like, yeah, yeah. The, oh, you're just trying to get my business. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I feel like a lot of sales, like the new ones. Yeah. Or even some of the old ones, some of the older people. Yeah. They think that the shit, the the, the, the written book shit works. Yeah. Where they can just be like, yo, like, they're just st- stuck to the script of selling or yeah. they're trying to finesse you and yeah. they're just trying to get into you yeah, just because you, they want to sell you this shit. Like the schemey sales, man. Yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely, that's like the wrong way to go about it right now. You don't want to do that. You want to just come off as a person that you can, they can trust. You know, like, yo, this guy helped me out, you know, um, helped me save some money and provide him, you know, fix the problems I had. Exactly. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, this needs an analysis is basically, right? Yeah. You see their needs and you analyze, okay, this is what they need. Perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not about, like, and another thing about sales tools as well is, like, people think it's all about, like, small talk. You know, when you go to the doors, you talk to malls, right? You talk about, like, for example, for, for 30 minutes straight, you start talking about cars. Yeah. That's not going to get you a sale if you keep talking about cars. Like, oh, yeah, I love this car. Man. I love Lamborghinis. I love Ferraris. And, oh, yeah, yo, you also like Mercedes? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not how you build report. The way to truly build report is seeing, like, first, like, how is the current services, right? Uh, are your services working well? How, what's the price? You know what I mean? You're finding all sorts of possibilities to see if there's, you know, any problems going on. And if there's a problem, you solve it. What, what problems are there when, when you're talking about cars? There's no problems. You're just having just a small talk. That doesn't lead to anywhere. You, you can do small talk for maybe like a minute. But what most, end up, most salespeople end up doing is they end up overdoing it and just talk, start talking about random stuff. Yeah. And that doesn't build trust or anything like that. You're just talking about nonsense, right? You want to be talking about actual problems you can do to help them solve, you know? Yeah. You can be sometimes, even, even if they might be going through something that... Uh, is not even exactly you know services based like they're having problems with services it doesn't have to be that maybe if they're going through uh, a problem with you know um for an instance their family members you you're know? just genuinely trying to figure yeah, out genu- 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 what, how you can help them. Like, it could be just something outside of sales too, you're so just, so trying, like, to help, you're just, just trying, trying to be helpful you're just trying to be helpful as much as possible to yeah. keep it in basic terms yeah yeah you're just trying to provide the value and not just trying to just sell them to make yeah. money you're just yeah. trying to Help make it their life easier, basically. Just make their you life see it easier, that way. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So how can you help my audience out? For sure, for sure, man. Uh, the plug, the plug, man, what cologne. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what I can do to help you guys out is, of course, um, you know, as a senior marketing consultant, um, I'm much more flexible in what I can provide to any sort of type of people, whether it be a student, uh, whether it be a person that has a family and all that, everyone is different with their financial goals, right, and where they're at. So I can suit to all needs. So, for example, um, if you need something that's more in your line of, you know, faster speed, faster, and I can always provide that. Um, if you're more in the need of something on the business end, the size you need of something like home security, I can provide that too as well, business security as well, right? Um, for example, if you're looking for cell phone plans, 
uh, can help out with that as well. So, you know, to keep it in some uh, summer in basic terms, you know what I mean? Home services and as well as uh, mobility services too. So if you guys need anything like for, from, from what he has just mentioned, um, hit him up and tell him one of you guys came, came from one of one and I'm sure he'll help you guys out. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I feel like this is enough for this episode and, uh, we're definitely gonna be having you on for future episodes. Yeah, I feel like uh, this episode uh, gave a wide ver- variety of like knowledge about sales, right? So I feel like that's enough information for this episode, right? Yeah, most of man. You wanna here. you wanna add anything? You wanna you wanna plug yourself? Go ahead. Yeah, man. Uh, also, too, like I said, you know, um, also a rapper, too, as well. So, you know, if you're into, you know, for example, hip-hop music such as, you know, 90s, late 90s music or, you know, even something modern more like Joey Badass, J. Cole, um, you know, more than happy to check my Instagram, which is mad.wowsc. I'm going to be dropping uh, much more songs in the near future. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, if anyone wants to work with this guy or... You're probably open to working with people as well. Always looking oh, forward to it. Yeah, working, willing to work with anyone. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you already gave your uh, handle. Yeah, yeah. Handle. So go follow him, guys. Go check out his music. Go go show some uh, support, and uh, let him know that you guys came from one of one, and appreciate you guys. See you guys on the next episode.